I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Do you ever feel like you've bitten off more than you can chew? You're just like totally overwhelmed and you're saying, how did all this stuff get on my calendar? How did this all get on my to-do list? Well, when I was thinking about this, I thought of this time a couple years ago. I have this friend and she was starting a new business. And so she reached out to me and she said, hey, Chris, I really want to like get my business organized. And I know this is kind of what you do. I would be so grateful if you would spend some time with me planning some things out. And so I said, yes, she's been a friend for years. I said, yes. And uh, we had this date on the calendar. A few days before that date popped up, she texted me and said, hey, I hate to do this, but I need to cancel or reschedule our meeting for a few days out. I've just had so many client things pop up this month, and uh, I'd love to circle back with you. <laughs> and so in the moment, I was like, um, okay, like you're busy. I'm busy too. Uh, but then I thought about it, and I was so impressed. I was so impressed that she was able to have the self-awareness of knowing that she was getting overwhelmed. And that she had to do something about it, that she had to go through her calendar and make some changes. And so I was collateral damage in, in that change, but I totally respect it. And in the last few years, I've thought about that a lot as I've had to decline things or go back on, on certain things. And so if you've been in that place where you're just so overloaded, the first thing you might have to do is undo some yeses. Undo saying yes. The yeses that you've dealt out in the past, you need to take some of those back. It's hard to do, but here's how you can do it. So first, I want to share a lesson from uh, Dan Sullivan, one of the, the guys I've followed for a long time, strategic coach. He had this phrase, you can't be overcommitted. There's no such thing as overcommitted. You can only be overobligated and undercommitted to each of those obligations. I thought that was so brilliant. Like we take on so much in our businesses, in our jobs, we take on all these obligations. We only have so many hours in the day. We only have so much bandwidth. And so hopefully we're taking on enough that we can actually commit to those things and get them done adequately. But when you start to spread yourself too thin, it's because you've taken on too many obligations. And now the average commitment level has dropped. You're undercommitted to those obligations. So I think that's a great frame of reference, a great phrase to think about going into this. So first, you can only be committed to so much. You can only be obligated to so much. So for me, some of the things that I was obligated to were entrepreneurship groups. I love mastermind groups. I love groups with peers. I love learning. And I was getting educated in all these different ways. I was in a group that was focused on SaaS. I was in a group that was focused locally in, in Arizona where I am. I was in a group that was, uh, you know, businesses over a certain size. I was in a, another group that was like uh, strategic thinking. And I realized I, all of a sudden I'm in these four groups and I don't have time to be in four groups and still be running a business. So I had to look at those commitments and group them together and say, okay, I have all of these different commitments that are about education, learning, networking, peer mastermind. What's the one that produces the biggest ROI for me? And how do I just commit to that one? And actually even double down on my commitment, maybe join the board, maybe take on more responsibility, maybe get to know the members in that group much better because I haven't been 
as involved as I should be. I'm not getting the ROI. I'm not taking advantage of this group. So what I did is just group those similar commitments. And so maybe internally for you, grouping similar commitments, maybe they're meetings that you're in. Are there meetings that you don't have to be in? We had this you know, cross-departmental initiative sync. And I realized that all of our directors and VPs could be in that meeting. And I could just kind of get the cliff notes after the fact. Didn't need me sitting in the meeting for an hour every week. Uh, there were calls that I was doing with a lot of our new hires. And we realized we can cluster those together in kind of a cohort basis and save some hours on the calendar. So think about what things could you potentially group and pick one or what could you batch and do together to serve instead of one-to-one, one-to-many? So that's one way to kind of cluster together commitments that you've made in the past is just making those calendar changes and saying, I don't have to be in this meeting or let's cluster these couple meetings together into, into one. Now, if you're thinking about it from a client perspective, maybe you've taken on too many jobs. And if that's the case, then can you stretch the timeline? Can you say, instead of doing this job this month, um, you know, we have to do it next month. Is that okay? Maybe if you need to, you can give someone a deal for that delay. You give them a slight discount for the delay and say, business has been so crazy recently that do you mind if we push this back a week or two? And for most people, that should be fine. If you absolutely can't do it and there's a deadline on this, then Arm yourself with some competition and figure out who you can recommend. You know, in a lot of businesses, you're doing a spectrum of work from the tiny little jobs to the big jobs. And even at Trainual, there's customers that come to us, prospects that come to us that aren't a good fit and we know they won't be a good fit. So we've got some other brands that sometimes we'll recommend people to, to just easily redirect them. And you can do the same with your clients. Have some people that you recommend that overflow work to, and it at least softens the blow on the client side if you have to say no and take back a yes. On the employee side, if you're working at a company and you feel like you've just got so much on your plate, you must have taken on all of those commitments and said, yes, 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 because you think it's making you look good and you want to look good in the business. But this will end up biting you. It will end up being bad. When you say yes too many times, it starts to become a negative because the things start to suffer. Remember, over-obligated, under-committed. And that applies to your task list as well. So the best thing you could do is get with your manager and have that same self-awareness that my friend had and say, there is a ton on my plate right now. Let me show you all this stuff. Here's a list of everything that's on my plate. I want to make sure I'm doing the most important things for the business. So can you tell me which of these things I should get done first? And then if there's other things on here that maybe I can't do, is there someone else on the team that could come in and help me with this project? Or could I do it next week or or next month? Similar to clients, if you can stretch that timeline, you can still get everything done, but you may need to renegotiate some due dates. And that's a very mature, very positive thing to do, to go to your manager and talk about that. So those are all the the undoing yeses. You also need to start saying no to the new stuff that's flowing into your business. And the best way to do that is to create a filter for what gets a yes. So think about your priorities, your business, what matters to you? What are your goals for this year? And if you can crystallize those things, those goals, whether they're personal or professional, use them as a filter for what gets a yes. 
And then when people are requesting your time or clients are coming and knocking on your door, you have that filter and you say, oh, I'm only working on projects that are, you know, during these hours. I'm only working on clients that are this size engagement or that are this industry or this niche, but you've got that filter. Now, it may also be business kind of goals and you could be getting asked for people that just want to pick your brain and want to meet for lunch and want to grab coffee. And sometimes it's hard to say no to those people. But if you have a filter for your priorities and your goals of what needs to get done in your business, then what you can do is tell those people, I'm sorry I can't meet with you right now because I have some other big priorities right now that I'm focused on this quarter or this year. So I'm heads down. No one will argue with you on your priorities. If you say, I have some other priorities that I'm really focused on, no one will argue that they should be higher than your priorities because they don't know what your priorities are. And so when people are asking for your time, they're you know, kind of, again, assuming that there's some vacancy, that you have some bandwidth. And if you don't, that's just fine. Think about how you can also serve people on a one-to-many basis. You know, can you, like I'm doing, record something and help more people at once than just one person? Or can you host an event, a happy hour, a networking event, and invite a bunch of people and, again, batch that so that you're not having to do those one-on-one meetings? So when you're overcommitted and overobligated, it can be stressful. It can feel like you've bitten off more than you can chew. So a simple two-step process again, undo some of those yeses and then create that filter for what you're going to say no to going forward. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.